day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up, my people, ladies and gentlemen? This is Pastor Wade with This Is The Day. Come on, y'all know what it is? Man, I don't know why it always seemed like we do, we talk like every week. I don't understand why it seemed like we haven't like talked forever. Like, I like miss you guys. And I know I don't know every single person out there, but come on, man. It's like, I just really appreciate all the love and support uh, for everybody, you know, joining the conversation, tuning in, hit me up on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, just all your interactions, whether we uh, agree, disagree, whether we, whether we, uh, got a question to ask where you're confused about something where you want clarity or what listen or you just want to straight talk i just want to say i appreciate it i'm humbled by it you know because you know it's an honor and privilege when all of you take the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey that we call life and i don't take that for granted at all and then for those that join us for the very first time i just want to say i love and appreciate you i know you like you don't even know me hey i pray for every single person listener within the sound of my voice and so therefore that includes you and for you to choose to be here you didn't stumble onto this conversation you chose to be here and i want to say i don't take that for granted i'm actually holding my arms out right now giving you air hugs right now because if i saw you i don't care about no social distancing whatsoever i'm coming in and giving a hug because a hug heals a lot and does a lot because no matter what any governor what any doctor i don't care any whatever anyone would say nothing nothing can get away of God's love and also love conquers all. And so therefore hugs and love and touching each other is a healing uh, practice. And so uh, you know what I always say with that, uh, if you haven't enjoyed this for the very first time, I'm always saying uh, with that, that listen, we go always gravitate towards each other. And listen, that does by no means not saying don't be healthy and, you know, do your due diligence and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I just want to say, I got to put my disclaimer out there that a lot of this is some foolishness. You know, I know we got Delta variants, Alpha variants, all these variants. Stop it. But I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> See, y'all got me started already, man. I just... That's how you know, man, the thing goes in the world that we all live here in this world and we have to share and we have to occupy the space. So, you know, sometimes it's a it's a challenge going through this world sometimes because, man, the news is overwhelming. Sometimes people, human beings are very much overwhelming. And, you know, we are all in this together, but we can't make each other right or wrong about it. It's just uh, everybody do their information and let's do the best we can to respect each other's opinions and how different people want to run their family and all that kind of stuff. Hey, do your thing, but let's not make enemies out of each other. How about that? <laughs> so 
For those joining us for the very first time, let me just let you know what this is the day with Pastor Bade is all about. We like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject. A shout out to all the churches that are finally opening back up. Good Lord. I mean, come on. Let's think. Thank you for finally opening back up and letting people fellowship with each other. So I just had to throw that out to there, to there. And then a shout out to also the churches that have not reopened. <laughs> so just, hey, keep doing what you're doing if you feel that's the right thing. But definitely for those that are fellowshipping and getting together, definitely a shout out to you guys. And let's not let fear run the church. How about that? Here, we, uh, like I said before, we like discussing like various topics that we don't discuss on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel or believe without judgment will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid. And we can have a conversation freely and honestly. And as my boy TV always says, we can keep it 100 on here with This Is The Day with Pastor Way. So... If you haven't joined uh, any of our other conversations before, listen, you can always go back and listen. Hey, hey, we're trying to get close to our uh, doing 100 shows. Hey, trying to get there and could keep even doing further than that. So there are plenty of conversations that you can join. You can always go on to any of your podcast platforms uh, that you use. And we're on Call to Forgive right now. And before that, we were on the Disciplines of Faith. And before that, we discussed uh, how to apply faith. And then before that, we discussed uh, how to treat one another. That's major right there, how to treat one another. Matter of fact, everybody should listen to that at least once a month. My God, because we the way we treat one another, ooh, Jesus. See, I I go off on tangents sometimes because that that's a big thing right there. I don't like mean people. I don't like disrespectful people. I don't like uh, people that, uh, uh, especially bullies. Oh, man, come on. I don't I don't like that at all. I don't like people that gossips that don't keep 100 that uh, can't stand up like men or women and have honest and free conversations. But don't get me started on that. And, and before that, we talked about uh, the 10 principles for a successful relationship, which, hey, that'll never go out of style. Everything. And I mean, everything begins and ends with relationships. So you can always go back to any of your podcast platforms and listen to those. And then you can always follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Some people go, why Why you always spell your name? Because some people want to put W-D-E. Somebody want to put, people want to put W-A-D-E, W-A-Y-D-E. Uh, listen, that's why I want to tell you Wade is spelled W-A-I-D because some people, when they finally found me, say, I couldn't find it. It took a long time. That's why I say Real Pastor Wade, W-A-I-D. So, are y'all ready to get started? Well, just like on the airplane, hey, we always have a tradition. So, look at, make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright and locked position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root what does not belong on this plane. If you're listening with somebody, which I pray that you are, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. And if you're in your car, that means the Holy Ghost is with you. Look at the Holy Ghost and just say, Holy Ghost, I'm ready. Then let's go. So you know how we start any conversation since we're talking about for, the word forgive. You know, we take that word forgive so 
much for granted. Oh my God. Oh, you just need to forgive. And listen, we really don't take the time out and really talk about what forgive really is. Even when you hear a lot of sermons, you know, we say what God says about forgiveness, but we just going to break it down to the word for not only biblically, but what it just the English word of forgive. We ain't going to the Greek or the Aramaic and uh, we ain't going to the Latin and, and all that, the Hebrew and no, we're not going to do all that. We could just go plain English. We're going to make it plain. We're going to write it down and make it plain. So we're just going to go to the word forgive and just set the tone for what we are about to have a conversation about. Come on, y'all. Y'all ready with me? I'm just rocking right now. If y'all be like, what is what is Pastor Wade doing right now? I look, I'm just bobbing back and forth because I got the music in my head because, you know, that's how we do it. That's how we get old. So when you talk about that word forgive right now, F-O-R-G-I-V-E, it means to grant a pardon or a remission to absolve. It also means to cease to feel uh, resentment against. Uh, it also means to cancel the debt. Also, when you talk about the action word of the word forgive, it means to pardon an offense or an offender. Hey, 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 you know, somebody do something to you. You know, you need to get my forgiveness. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, too. So when you look at that word for in the word forgive, that, mean, that means F-O-R. What it means, it means uh, intended to belong to or be used in connection with, in order to obtain, gain, or acquire. Then that word give means, in the word forgive, means to present voluntarily and without expecting compensation. Okay. So when you look at the synonym for the preposition, because F-O-R is a prepositional word. So when you look at the synonym for the word for, the synonym for the word for is the word because. All right. Now, wait, walk with me here. Then the synonym for the word give in the word forgive is the word award or when you talk about two words, handover. So the synonym for the word give is award or handover. Then the synonym for the word forgive, the whole word put together is forget. So remember, if you don't remember anything else that we talk about, always remember when we forgive. We are actually saying to the person, God, and also saying to us, God has mandated us to forgive is, I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so, that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and I must forget about it. That hits me every single time. So now that everybody's in the room together, we understand what the word forgive, what we're actually saying when we forgive. Let's look at some of the things we talked about before. We talked about forgiveness is hard. Listen, hey, 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 I don't want nobody to ever think, oh, Pastor Wade, just talking about you, you can just forgive and it's so easy and all that kind of stuff. No. I would never say that. Listen, forgiveness, depend, everybody has their threshold. Everybody has their measure based on what the Bible says. The way you measure it will be measured back to you. I hate when people misuse that scripture. <laughs> Matthew, you're talking about a good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. They want to use that as far as getting money out of people from the church. And that's not what that uh, context of that scripture means. It's talking about forgiveness. So the way you measure it, it'll be measured back to you. But forgiveness is hard. So it's based on your measure. Secondly, the for we talked about forgiveness is it'll complete you. 
Yeah, there's something about being able to forgive and you'll be able to move on and you you feel complete. You don't have that hole that you was having before when you uh, was holding on to that anger and resentment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, the we said forgiveness is costly. Woo, it's going to cost you something. Man, that forgiveness is going to cost you something. So that's why the Bible talks about count the cost. You got to count it. And especially when it comes to forgiveness, you might lose some stuff, lose some friends. You you, you may lose uh, some your reputation. Uh, the reputation is everything. Reputation is more valuable sometimes than money. I know some people don't think about that, but it is. Also, uh, we talked about forgiveness pursues. Listen, you've got to pursue people, whether you've been offended or you're the offender uh oh yeah you gotta uh you gotta forgiveness pursues so if you know you need to give somebody's forgiveness you need to go ahead and uh try to hunt them down and give them your forgiveness like i was just the other day i was uh watching something and it was some kind of documentary and the guy said and it, it, it struck me he says that somebody had killed somebody in his family and, but they haven't found the killer yet. And he says, I feel incomplete because I want them to find the killer so I can tell the killer that I forgive them. Did you hear what I said? He was looking, he wants to find the killer, not so the killer can be punished. He said he was still upset about that, but he wants to find the killer so he can give his forgiveness to the killer so he can feel free. Oh man, that's powerful. That's that was just a commercial. That was in the uh, not a commercial, a documentary that it, it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my God. So when you talk about forgiveness pursues, yeah. So somebody did something to him and his family that man, he was the one offended. And so therefore he's looking for the other person so he can give his forgiveness. Oh my God, that's powerful. Also, we talked about forgiveness is continual. Oh my God. Man, if you forgave today, matter of fact, somebody probably just had to forgive somebody five minutes ago. Man, you're going to have to forgive somebody five minutes later. Man, for something, it's, it's always going to happen. It's a perpetual thing that's going to, you're going to constantly have to give it. Matter of fact, we have a Bible fellowship book club that we have with a group of people that we, uh, we always hang out together and we're reading the Bible right now. And one of the things just came up and it was talking about make allowances for those people that have shortcomings. I was like, oh my God, or to forgive. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Like you got to make an allowance. Like you give, like if you have children, you got, you give them allowance. Like you give somebody money, like you allow a certain portion of your income to go to somebody. Well, the same thing, forgiveness. You got to make allowances for that. Matter of fact, when you bring, when people come in your, you start a relationship with them, you got to know at some point in time, you're going to have to forgive them for something. Hey, it may be intentional or unintentional, but at some point you're going to have to make allowances and know that you're going to have to forgive this person. Person. Oh boy, it got it got quiet on me right there. That's just a fact. So you got to make allowances for people. So now that we got everybody in the room, I know this is tough. We ain't even got into what we're supposed to talk about yet. This is what we have already been talking about. That's why that's thing. This word forgive is major. So. Here's a question that has come up. I keep hearing as I'm going through this series is how do I know I have forgiven someone properly? Hey, well, I'm glad you asked. And everybody, there was a few people that uh, were basically saying this question in three different ways. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, we go discuss that. So how do 
I know I have forgiven someone properly. So understand this. When you feel compassion toward the person who wronged you, then you can be assured you did truly forgive them. Let these scriptures impact and change you to the core of your being. Let the power of prayer be your focus and the scripture your heartbeat. Our standard is not that of the world, but that of God. Understand always God is the standard, not what other people do. Not Don't be measuring yourself against what other people in their capacity. Remember the way I, you remember I said, the way you measure will be measured back to you. Well, when you look in that passage, there's a couple of people in there and there's like three people at least is in there. When it says uh, the way you measure be measured back to you, somebody's judging if you have a good, if you're given a good measure or not, based on your capacity. And that person in that scripture or the being that's in that scripture is God. He's the one that's judging. He's the one that knows how much you can forgive and how much is a good measure. Not you. He knows already what you can do. You you know what you can do. Sometimes you just don't want to give it, but I'm going to leave that alone. Understand this too. We would not want to go through life in misery and bitterness, remembering those who wronged us, harboring grudges and experiencing unhappiness. This is not the plan that Jesus has for us. Bitter people have no impact for the kingdom of God except to cause division and distraction. They have the tenacity and the drive to show everyone the hurts and wrongs they suffer. Do not let this happen to you or to the people around you. Take your lead from this verse, not your inclinations. Here we go. And, and this is from 1 Peter 2, 23 through 24. And it says, who, when he was reviled, reviled mean when people were saying vile things to him, when, you know, that's why when people say stop cussing, there's no such thing as curse words. Uh, like, you know, curse words that we think are curse words, those are not curse words. There's really only two curse words. The words when you tell somebody go to hell or you be damned. Those are the only two really curse words. The other words are socially unacceptable words. So you guys know what words I'm talking about. So when you talk about when he says when he was reviled, that means they were saying vile things to him. So next time, now you know some next time somebody when somebody say stop that cussing, that's why I'd be like, I'm not I'm not cursing. I didn't tell you to go to hell and I didn't tell you to be damned. So uh, you're, I didn't put a curse on you. See, see what we do. These little things that we, you know, that just because uh, Pop Pop and, and Big Mama back in the day, you said, stop, put all that cussing, boy, girl. No, no, there's only two cu curses. Uh, basically, when you talk about curse words, that means go to hell. When you tell somebody to go to hell or be damned. So uh, those are two. The other ones are socially unacceptable words. So. Also, it says who, when he was reviled and did not revile in return. I mean, they didn't say he didn't say ugly things back. You know, you know, some of y'all are quick lip with it. Y'all quick with it. You know, somebody say something crazy. Y'all want to quit. Hey, 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 I'm guilty of it, too. Listen, you talk crazy to me. Listen, man, whether you male or female, I'm going to try to talk crazy. You know, some people hey, don't be don't be don't be trying to loud. You can't loud talk me. Well, you ain't going to loud talk me either. So either we're going to handle this like, you know, I, I know. They saying, why is the pastor, you know, going back and forth with somebody? Listen, I'm a man under construction like everybody else. I'm trying to work it out too. Listen, I'm trying to operate under the Holy Spirit like everybody else as well. So I'm working it out too. You know, some people just say some crazy stuff. You just be like, I just snap. Like, are you serious? Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> so, and then it says, when he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. 
also it says in verse 24 who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that means on the cross this is talking about jesus that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed understand is god does not ask us to minimize the wrong but he does call us to forgive the person we are not to repay evil for evil rather evil for good just as our lord did for us also there are some biblical steps when you, when you talk about forgiving listen anybody want to know what the biblical steps are i'm glad you asked <laughs> I crack myself up sometimes. Yes, we're going to go over some biblical steps uh, right now. Some of you asked, I need some steps. Some of you guys are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we're going to go over some biblical steps. We're not going to go over all of them today, but we're going to go over at least one right now because, you know, time is running short right now. I know some of you are working, listening at work. Some of you are driving in your car right now, all that kind of stuff. So listen, we're going to do at least one step today. So now that we have discussed the why and what of forgiveness, we need a practical way to apply it to our lives. Remember, we need to have the biblical mandates in mind and be willing to surrender our desires for revenge and the storage of wrongs for future bitterness. First, know what Christ did for you in the book of Romans. That's the first one. Know what Christ did for you. Listen, that's, that's major right there. When you talk about forgiveness, everything... Go back to what Jesus did for you. I'm even talking to the one that don't believe what Jesus did for you. Just go and read it. Because whether you believe it or not, he did it for you too. I don't care if you uh, Buddhist or uh, Hindu or India, if you worshiping Kali, I don't care what it is. Whatever you're doing, whoever you worshiping right now, even for you, he died for you. Just go read it. Not to convert you or anything like that. Just go read it for yourself because this is what he did. So if you want to measure what forgiveness is, look at what he did. Imagine somebody dying for you. Out of 7 billion people on the earth, somebody died for you. Imagine that. So in the book of Romans, we read in Romans 3, 22 through 24. I like to use the New King James version it says even the righteousness of god through faith in jesus the christ to all i always say the christ because everybody thinks jesus last name is christ it's it's not it's jesus the christ there were so many christ if you look through history before that but this is the christ this is the one we were waiting for this is the messiah this is the anointed one yeah uh, okay that's, that's a long thing when you talk about that word christ it's not the only time it was ever used in history so that was free right there so through faith in jesus the christ to all and on all who believe for there is no difference for all we have sinned and fall short of the glory of god being justified freely by his grace through the re redemption that is in christ jesus for us to grasp the idea and call of forgiveness we must have a deep sense of the price that Jesus paid for us. Christ paid the ultimate price for us and forgave us for acts deemed unpardonable. When we grasp what Jesus has done for us, we should be, or if you want to say, don't want to say Jesus, Yeshua. Okay. 
That's another one you could call. You could say the lamb. You could call him anything you want as long as it's the one of his right names, you know, because the devil got names too. But I'm going to leave that alone. So when we grasp what Yeshua has done for us, we should be motivated into overdrive, always seeking forgiveness. When we have the proper perspective of grace, what it costs and what it is, when we then should be able to reciprocate to those around us. God forgave us of our failures, so why not forgive others? This realization must precede any of our efforts to reconcile because with the knowledge of what and why we are forgiving, we will be able to follow the will of God and actually forgive with a willing and loving heart. We are not to let our emotions rule us or to overreact making the situation worse understand this with the understanding of what jesus did for us on behalf of forgiveness we can put a bigger piece of trust and reliance onto our lord we must be able to fully trust rely on and surrender the control over to jesus thus our dependence becomes who we are in jesus when come on now when we then take the risk we need not to worry about the results or consequences of that action we are to lean on and trust in our lord allowing his grace to flow through us to those around us this is the mark of a healthy not only disciple of christ but a healthy human being ladies and gentlemen i told you it was going to be quick. Hey, we getting straight to the point on this one. We ain't messing around when you're talking for forgiveness. I pray you enjoyed our time together. And whoever is driving in their car right now, I hope you have a fantabulous day. I hope everything, I, I speak blessings on your life that whatever you touch, that it will prosper. God will continue to open doors for you. And I, I plead a hedge of protection around you and your life. And I pray that forgiveness fills your heart, that love exits your heart, and that you receive all God's love and everything he has for you. I pray you enjoyed this time we had as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode seven of Call to Forgive. Thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, when we forgive, we are actually saying to the person God has mandated to us to forgive, which is also including ourselves, is I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so, that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation, and I must forgive about it. Special thanks to my man, KC, Kevin Clayton, I am Music Group for producing this show, Erica Duff for the artwork. Hey. She does an amazing job. Thank you for everybody that's given her uh, compliments about the artwork and all that kind of stuff. Hey, that's with I Am Music Group and Erica. Erica does a, uh, an amazing job with everything, that, with the graphics and all that kind of stuff. So a special thanks to Erica for that. The Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Also listen to his new show. It's on television. He has a cable channel called Box Seats. Alex Teamer, a.k.a. A-Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird-Miles for This Is 
Wednesday intro. And also Lena Byrne Miles has a new album. Go look for it right now. A shout out to Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghost Busters and the Mobile Ministry. And a shout out to my man, Julian Payne, the house of No Hole Barbershop. If you are in the greater Los Angeles area and you want to look fly and look fresh, my man is a celebrity barber to the stars. He'll hook you up. He keeps your boy fly. Remember to subscribe to This Is Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you like discuss on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on Instagram stories of what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.